Welcome to Stories of Expansion, created by Gosha Gona and me, Wun Tan. This podcast shares inspiring expansion stories. We speak to amazing guests who have turned the biggest challenges and fears into blessings for themselves and others. We will be exploring how they've overcome their personal and business challenges to create a bigger impact and make a difference in the world. We will learn how they have survived and blossomed in times of challenge. We believe that the world needs us more than ever before. It is time to stop procrastinating and playing small. Let's show up more fully and achieve what we're here to do together. Today, we have a podcast that touched my heart really deeply. When I was interviewing Ivana, I basically loved every single moment of it. It's almost put me into um, a place of trance-like, like meditation when I was speaking to her. I felt different and changed after I spoke to her. But uh, Wun, what did you love about this podcast? Well, there are so many things about her, isn't it, that she is so um, is is so transformative when you listen to her. And I think what I really like about her story is that she she experienced this stroke in her life, and and she said that my stroke is one of the best gifts of my life, and and it really and, and there's another quote that she really um, really struck me, which is. Our souls love us so much that they set, they sent an illness to our bodies to make us listen, and that was very powerful to me. And to, it really, um, it, it gives me a, a, a trigger in me that I really want to be mo- a lot more focused in gratitude in my life, and that was a big, big thing for me. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and you know, I felt. Uh, when I was listening to Ivana, that if we practice gratitude now, there is almost nothing that can break us because it's almost like bulletproof uh, coat. That if, if we wear it every day, no matter what happens, we are safe. And as an example, you know, when her father suddenly passed away, it was actually gratitude that saved her and m- mended her heart. So if gratitude can mend your broken heart and can mend you from any kind of tragedy or challenge, then obviously I think it is something that we all need to focus on a lot more. Yes, I agree. I think that's so powerful. Her message is... I, I think really... It's um, it's a story that really everyone should be listening to. It's one of those episodes that I think the message is so clear and so strong. I think it's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. So enjoy the podcast. Feel grateful every single day and share it with others. Awesome. I hope you enjoy the episode. So today I have the greatest pleasure and delight to introduce you to my dear friend, Ivana Plechinger. 
And Ivana, uh, we, I think we have met a few years ago now um, in, um, in England. You, you, you came over from Croatia because we are part of a group called ATL, Association of Transformational Leaders, created by uh, Mary Diamond from The Secret. And, and I have met, met you for the first time and you had this incredibly beautiful blue eyes staring at me. And, uh, and, I, and I looked at her and I thought, oh my God, there is something so special uh, about this woman. And, and someone came up to me, do you, do, have you spoken to Ivana yet? She's this <laughs> f- famous uh, person from Croatia. She's a TV presenter and radio presenter. And, um, and, uh, and she used to be a pop singer. And I go, oh my God, yes, she, there is something very special about you. So anyway, that's how we met. But I, I just want to tell to all the people who are listening to it, that yes, you have started your career as a pop singer. Yes, you have been the radio presenter, host presenter, but that, that all has changed. And now you are a best-selling author. You're an inspirational speaker. You are a very successful YouTuber, which I want to find out all about. And you also are mother of two talented kids, um, musicians and a husband who is also a musician. So, um, so Ivana, my darling, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It is a honored. I'm honored to be your guest. This is. Please let me tell uh, people something about you. Can I? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, Gosha is one of the kindest, sweetest souls that I know. Uh, so full of wisdom. She's so compassionate. She's so giving that it's my honor that I can give you something now and to give to all of the people who are listening now to give some of our love for each other and for the world. And this is our intention for this interview. That's right. Intention for this interview that everybody who listens to this now feels the love penetrating yes. your cells, your hearts, your lives. Absolutely. So Ivana, can we start from the beginning? Um, you know, this morning when I was um, preparing for this interview, I thought to myself, yes, I know you used to be a pop singer, but I've never heard any of your songs, right? Yes. So I Googled because you. Because they, the- they are popular in Croatia. Yeah, but still I Googled you uh, on okay. YouTube and they are all there. <laughs> and, I, and I saw those beautiful uh, songs sing, sung in the forest with a guitar. Yes. yes, yes. And, and tell me, how did it actually happen that you became a pop singer? Did you, did you want to be famous when you were a child? No, no. When I was a child, I wanted to be a, a conductor. I was always in classical music and I uh, studied music. I, I finished. I have a degree <laughs> in music. Mm-hmm. And uh, classical music was my passion. And uh, I I lived in a small town, uh, uh, 200 kilometers from uh, our capital, Zagreb. And uh, when uh, I uh, needed to go to school to Zagreb, my father told me, please don't, uh, please uh, do only classical music, not please, no bands, no anything. (laughs) And I said, of course, daddy, no problem. And one year after that, I was in a band. (laughs) And uh, two years after that, I had had a song, I was, uh, quotes, discovered. And uh, after uh, a year after that, I was on television. Uh, I uh, was doing um, the most popular show show for children for 10 years on our national television. 
And uh, the first song that I uh, had, uh, my husband wrote it, um, and it was a, a mega hit in uh, 1994 or five. Mm -hmm. I was only 22 then. Wow. <laughs> it was really, really early for me. I was uh, so young. Uh, I needed to be young, you see, so that I can now have all of that experience to share wisdom. And uh, tell me when you when you used to work on the television, okay, mm -hmm. and uh, you were in the middle of all this uh, media um, craziness. Tell me what was the most wonderful thing about it, and the most challenging thing about it. The challenging thing was uh, that uh, all the people that are doing that public work, uh, politicians, uh, movie stars. Uh, Mm, pop stars, um, they become their own job. You know, you are your work, your person is your work. So this, your ego is going crazy here. Uh, and uh, I really um, had, uh, I, I, I was lucky that I was so grounded back then uh, because I think that I was, um, I have to thank this to my parents uh, that uh, I was raised like this. I, I never thought of myself that I, I'm something special. So that um, it didn't get it in my, in my head. We have a saying in Croatia uh, that being um, uh, a star, because everyone in Croatia knows me, knows, knows how I look, knows my name. They, they didn't get in my head any, never. Uh, and uh, most of the people have that problem. They start to think that they are really something special and uh, it's so wrong, and then they lose themselves. Mm -hmm. This was the challenging, challenging thing. But uh, the beautiful thing was uh, that I had, um, through television, I had, an, uh, uh, I had a way of showing who I really am to people. People connected with me uh, so tightly. I was one of them. I was one of the girls, uh, you know, and uh, I think that now it helps me so much because people like me and trust me and, and, um, and it's so much easier for me now to get my message to everyone here. In, not only in Croatia, but also in Serbia, Bosnia, Slovenia, all in all the region who understands Croatian. Mm -hmm. It helps me so much. And I, um, I was, I always loved people. I loved sharing. I loved helping. And uh, it started back then. So those are the, of course, wonderful traveling uh, uh, concerts and, and experiences of TV shows and everything, it's, it's, but it's all professional. Right. And so, so darling, so you had this high life and you traveled, uh, you had a band, you, you, you've been on telly, on radio and, and everybody knew you. Now, so what was the turning point when everything changed? Tell us, tell us the story, tell us about it. Uh, when I was uh, around 30, Uh, mm -hmm. I I had everything really. I I had money. I was famous. I finished. I had a degree in music. I had wonderful husband. I had two 
so talented, wonderful, healthy children. And uh, one day I thought to myself, all my life I wanted to be someone. And now I don't know who that someone is. Who is that girl? I don't know her. The girl that media created, that uh, everyone else created. I, some, something was not um, whole in me. And I think uh, that uh, mi missing piece uh, in my life started when I was 12. Uh, my mother died cancer. And uh, it, um, it shapes you. It shapes you in a way that... Um, how did it affect you? How, how, do, how, do you? how do you think it affected you losing your mother at 12 years old? It, it was... Uh, I thought, how, how, couldn't, how could this happen to my family uh, and not some other family? My uh, parents were so, so in love and they were separated like this. And um, I used to... Uh, walk around my school and arguing with God. Those people uh, I know that parents of that girl are uh, almost going to be divorced and those people are going to be divorced and they, they don't like themselves. And, uh, and you kill my mother? H how is it possible? There's, there's no, um, this is not- um, It's not fair. It's not fair. Uh, yeah. And, um, I think it uh, it shaped me in a way that uh, everything bad can happen even to the good people. And uh, it was uh, one of the programs that I had in me that I needed to release. And I think that this is the reason why, uh, why when I was 30, I thought to myself that, that there is something wrong with me if I'm not really happy with all the gifts that I had. And you were not happy? Not in a, in a deep, deep way. Mm -hmm. On a surface, everything was wonderful and right. But deep inside me, something was cooking, you know, yeah. being ready to explode. And then one day it really did explode. Uh, I was 39. I... Uh, I just um, uh, put my ha hand down to um, pull out my um, mo mobile phone. It was charging, you know, and when I put my head down, it all went black. Yes. And I just knew that there is something really, really wrong. Uh, I had a stroke. Yes. And, um, and, uh, but I'm still still here. <laughs> it was, it was, it was that thing that uh, I, I like in a way. I needed to be broken so that I could um, I could make myself anew. So. So, darling, tell me, why do you think you had a stroke? I mean, we can look at it on many different levels. People get cancer because they're stressed out. They have unresolved emotions. They don't, don't, don't eat really well. They don't love themselves. You know, you, you could um, say, and some of it may not even be true. But what, what do you think caused your stroke? Uh, it, 
I think that in a spiritual way, I wanted this to happen because uh, I, that girl that led me to the stroke is really not alive anymore, even on a, on a uh, physical level, you know, what happens with our cells. And I had my stroke eight years ago. So they say that in seven years, all of our cells are, are new yes. in our bodies. So uh, really that Ivana that uh, led me to the stroke, she's not here. <laughs> uh, and um, I was so prepared to the stroke because for years before that, I was reading all the self-help books that I ah, could read. I see. Okay. All the books that Oprah told us to read, I read and I didn't know why am I reading this? Okay. Why did I read this? Everything was fine, but I read it. And when the stroke happened, after uh, they released me out of the hospital, they told me uh, that I'm perfectly healthy. <laughs> <laughs> they said, we know what happened to you, but we don't know why, because you're perfectly healthy. And uh, we think that this was because of the stress. And okay. I was really living a st really stressful life uh, back then. And I knew that th there is something right with it. And uh, with that uh, quote that they said to me, and uh, then after they released me home, I, I was a bit depressed, which is normal, yes. because you cannot figure out how is it possible. So me, at, at 39, I had, a, I had a stroke. I thought this, the stroke is for older people, old people, not older, <laughs> old people. Yeah. But no. Uh, and uh, after that, all the things that I read in all the books just came to me. And I started to, uh, you know, just like a phoenix, I started to, yes. ra to raise out of the... Um, how do you call that thing uh, that uh, was in a fire after the fire? Yes. How do you from, call it? from the ashes. Yeah. Ashes, yes. Yeah. I started to raise out of the ashes. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm Croatian. I don't know English that well. You, so. you know English beautifully well, my darling. Absolutely. And you communicate on so many different levels, you know, um, with words, with eyes, with love, with um, all uh -huh, of that. Okay. And so um, around that time also... Um, You've experienced the death of your father, right? Is yes. that, yeah? Two years after the stroke. Wow. <clears throat> after the stroke, um, the thing that uh, helped me the most uh, was when I discovered uh, gratefulness. Gratitude. You know, I, mm -hmm. Gratitude. Uh, I, um, gratitude really saved my life. So thank you, gratitude, for saving my life. <laughs> Tell us about it. How did, how did gratitude save your life? Uh, because I, uh, I researched uh, what stress is. And stress is really fear in a base. Yeah. Yeah. Stress is fear. Fear is, fear is really helpful. Fear uh, saves our lives yeah. sometimes, most yeah. of the times. But we are living in fear so, so often, too often. Yes. Uh, there are no uh, uh, wolves and bears that are chasing us now, but we are still in in uh, fight or flight uh, mood <laughs> all the time. Yes. And uh, when I I said, okay, I know I was stressful, I was I was fearful, and fear 
had led me to the stroke, uh, but how am I going to be out of the fear? And then I found out that there are only two emotions, uh-huh. fear and love. And the opposite of fear is love. And, and I said, okay, I know how to love. I, I, I attracted my husband. I really know how to love. <laughs> but uh, how am I going to be in a state of love? And then I uh, found out that all the goods in our life come from being grateful. Everything that you want in the life comes from being grateful. And I said, what? You, you say that I need to be grateful first. Yeah. And then I can be happy. Yeah. Yes. I have to be grateful first. And this was really uh, mind-blowing for me. How can I be firstly grateful and then happy? They taught me differently. I will be happy and then I will be grateful for that happiness. But no. Yeah. And then I started to play with it. I really How? played with it. How did you play with it? Tell us. I, um, I figured out that uh, everything goes bad when I wake up. Oh. When I wake up, I start to think, I need to do this. I have to do that. You know. Yes, I know very or, well. <laughs> what am I going to cook today? You know, the really first thing that you need to know to think about is what am I going to cook today? So when I figured and and when I got up, I was so uh, I was t- tired because of all the 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 I have to I have to do's. You know. Yes. And I said, okay, I'm going to cut that beep me shit. (laughs) (laughs) That that, uh, 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 right away in the morning. And I started my day uh, with gratefulness. And I started to be thankful for everything that went uh, upon my mind, you know. Thank you for my bed. Thank you for the sheets that I got on sale there, there are lots of uh, things that you could be grateful for uh, when you buy them on sales. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, uh, thank you for the rain that's coming. Uh, thank you for, for my, of course, and the big things. Thank you for my children being he- healthy. And so uh, I, I start every, every day I started uh, with at least one minute of thankfulness, of, gra- of gratefulness. And then uh, the wonderful thing happened. Uh, it all started to shift in my life. Uh, like I had uh, uh, ro- pink uh, glasses on my eyes. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and then I, uh, then it all shifted for me. And uh, because of uh, that uh, thing, that uh, gratefulness being in my life so present, I had a way to get out of the thing that my my father, who was my father and my mother and my friend, him dying on my hands, I had strength to go out of that situation healthy because I even found something to be grateful about that. Really? So what did you, I really, really want to pause in here right now because, you know, you've lost your mother so young and he was such an important part of your life. 
Yes. And uh, he was um, he was your strength, your your like 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 a profound support, and you loved each other. And then did he die suddenly as well, or, or? yes, 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 he was. I thought that he was really healthy. There we he go was, again. You know, he shows yes. you that you need to be always ready to die at any point, and and we better be in a good state when we die. And so the moment he died, how can I mean if you, people will be listening to this who are who have lost people or may lose people soon they love, how can you be grateful when your heart is broken? What were you grateful for on the day, the day after, uh, and about what was, what could you be grateful about the fact that your father died? It was a process, but when he died, uh, I was in that kind of, uh, I, I had a way of reaching the high vibrations that I was thankful that he was mine and I was his. This was like my mantra. I, I, this is what I to, to, uh, was telling myself. Thank you for being mine. Thank you for having me. Thank you for our souls ch choosing to be together on that world. This was for the starting point. But uh, after months passed, um, I, there was um, uh, a, a voice in me that uh, said, even I write about it. You need mm. to write about it and mm. it will make you feel better. Okay. And it was really strong voice okay. that I luckily heard and I started to write. And I wrote about uh, sadness. I wrote about, um, uh, about how am I going through this? How am I helping myself? Um, I need a word. How do you say when the sadness continues and... Uh, Grief. Grief, yes. and after that, some people uh, are not grieving, and they are oh my god, what's the word? They are in so much pain. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot reach, reach the mm. word, no, no problem. Uh, but I wrote, I wrote about how I'm going through this, and when I uh, released in a way all of that sorrow, I said, okay. This, this writing helps me. What am I going to write next? I need to write. Yes. And then I said, okay, let me write about everything that I found out in my life that helped me. Yes. And I will tell my children that uh, they have uh, this in my computer. And when they feel lousy, they yes. could read what I wrote about it. And I, I, I was uh, writing like a maniac all, all the time. Uh, and... Uh, after some time, uh, sometime my husband uh, wanted to see what am I writing about. And he said, Ivana, you have to publish it. Oh, this wow. Is, this is so wonderful. People need to read this. Don't mm -hmm. leave this just for art kids. And then I uh, sent this to three publishers in Croatia, the best publishers in Croatia. And, and they all wanted to publish my book. <laughs> And how did you choose? How did you choose to who to choose from? Which how did you choose? The I chose the ones who fell in love with it the uh -huh. most. Okay. And I didn't. Uh, I I I didn't regret it because the book was number one since day one. Oh wow! And it's a bestseller book in Croatia, 
and uh, I have a, a biggest publisher also in Serbia. And uh, this book uh, has opened so many doors to me. This is why I have a YouTube channel. This is why I became a motivational speaker. This is why I, because I was writing about my life and how I survived. Yes. And how uh, I was always telling to people, if I can do it, anyone can do it because I'm nothing special. I'm one of you. Everyone can do it. Yeah. And people believed me because they saw how good I am. And, um, and uh, after months passed, when I looked on my father's death, yes, this was the next level of gratefulness for me because I could say, thank you, because if you didn't leave, yes, I could have never written that book. Wow. And this... There was so much happiness in that sorrow. So many joy came out of this, that sorrow, not just for me and my family, but for so many people. And if you think about all of your sorrows, all of your heartaches, all of your, uh, I don't know, illnesses, all of your, um, how do you say when you lose the job? Um, when you get redundant, yeah. Yes, all of this. When you think fire, yeah. When when you think about all of those things that happened for you, when you think about it, when time passes, yes, you know that there was something good in that divorce, but you don't know it when you're going through this. Sometimes people do, and you know, um, you know, um, Ivana, I, I have to say that. You know, this, were you talking about, it's such a powerful subject because it makes a huge difference even in the process of people healing from serious illnesses. Mm -hmm. And I, when I used to work in a charity, you know, dedicated to healing people from cancer or helping them to go through cancer, in my therapeutic sessions, I often asked them, what was the, what's the biggest um, blessing in you getting cancer? Okay. And there were there were two kinds of women. Um, the, the 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 first group of women would sort of get ang angry with me, and mm -hmm. they would say, "There is nothing. I, I feel grateful about nothing here. Mm -hmm. You know, I've lost my hair. I've lost one or two breasts. I've lost my fertility. I have lost my looks. I I went into uh, early menopause. I hate everything about it." Right, mm -hmm. and then, but the, there was a smaller group. Int interestingly enough, the, about sixty to seventy percent of women would say, quietly whispering, they would say, "Gosha, I, I don't really talk about it uh, out loud, but I can tell you that it was the, one of the best things that I ha that I have ever gone through in my life." And those women who 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 used to say. Um, that they typically recovered much faster, even yeah. from the chemo, even from the radio. And what they were saying is that, and, and you know, they would see this almost immediately sometimes. Mm -hmm. And one lady said to me, I went to the hospital, um, totally and absolutely stressed about my work, about my family life. And, and I felt so angry that here I'm going to hospital. I don't know what the, the answer is going to be, why I'm feeling so bad, but I'm stressing about all these idiotic things at work. Mm 
I haven't seen my kids for weeks, right? Properly. I, I'm missing my husband. I haven't eaten properly. I haven't cooked food for them. And she said, she said to me, I hate my, my life that I'm living. She said, I wish, she said to me, I wish something happens now that releases me from that madness that I've put myself in. And so, so, so I, she said, I, I was sat down in front of the consultant. He looked me straight in the eye and with compassion in his eyes, he said, I am really, really sorry to tell you, you have a very serious cancer. Hmm. And, and I looked at him with gratitude, she said. Hmm. And I said to him, doctor, don't be sorry. You can't believe how relieved I am. <laughs> she said that, right? I'm quoting this. And the doctor was completely sh shocked. And he goes, well, uh -huh. but it's a very serious cancer. And she said, well, if it wasn't, if it wasn't serious, I'll be uh -huh. back to work tomorrow. Yes. And I'll be running around and I'll be pushing through. And because it's serious, I'm going to take notice. And she did. And she did, you know, she, the, the, the attention she's put into building her career and being stressed out, she put into healing herself. And um, she was so grateful <laughs> for the cancer. And she was telling me, you know, I, I tell you, I was so grateful that it came because if it didn't, I would have probably killed myself otherwise and and i would i would have lived through my life not seeing my kids my husband he would have divorced me and so she's recovered beautifully even though the cancer was serious and she said i believe that it was one of the best things that have happened in my life was the cancer because it taught me how to love myself but anyway it's an interview with you but i you just basically no, no, no problem this is really a wonderful story um, because people are connecting with me uh, um, health issues wise yes uh i'm receiving lots of letters from people lots of yes. emails and uh the ones that uh, uh that understood why this thing uh happened to them yes and the ones that uh, could find something to be grateful about this yes. illness yes they recovered there we go you see because uh, I think that uh, my stroke was one of the best gifts that I had in my life. Best things that happened to me because uh, it, it made me who I am now. It, uh, if I mm, didn't have the stroke yes. and if I lived like I lived, yes. I would probably die in some other way. But I had really, really mild stroke. I don't have uh, severe um, uh, symptoms. Yeah, yeah. Symptoms mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, so this was really a message that I received. I heard that, that message. And the illness in our bodies, it's always a message. Our body is always... You know, our bodies, uh, they start to whisper. Yes. And then they start to speak. Yes. And after a while, they start to scream. Yes. I heard the screaming. I didn't hear the whispering and the talking, but I heard the screaming, but I heard it. Yeah. And uh, this saved me. And to whoever whoever is listening to us whoever is going through some health issue now please listen listen it's time to change 
Because if you don't change anything in your life, it's not going to finish as you like. It's not going to be a happy end. Mm -hmm. We have to change when something like this happens to our bodies. Our souls loves us so much that they send us an illness in our bodies to make us listen. So this is a quote. I don't know if I quoted it uh, uh, from uh, uh, word by word, but it's a quote uh, uh, that um, Dr. Christiana Northrup has mm -hmm. that I love so much. And really, we need to listen. If you are lucky, if you are wise, you can hear the whispering. But I wasn't that wise back then. Well, <laughs> it needed to be screaming. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I think for most of us, it needs to be a bit louder than whispering because mm -hmm. we've created such a busy, um, interesting life. There were people run around and God knows for what, yes. Mm -hmm. And um, following certain ways that everybody does it and, and people go, what are you doing at the weekend? This is, this is one of the, one of the things that I really, um, really always disliked when people ask me, what did you do at the weekend? It's like, oh, I piss off. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I <didn't do> nothing. <laughs> yeah. But well, I always did something, but I was like, why people are so obsessed with the doing, the doing, the doing, mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you do for work? And what do you do for, at the weekend? And well, what, what if I said absolutely nothing? And I could see that very few of us, uh, including me, actually are comfortable with stillness, right? Yes. And this is where the whispers come, you know, the whispers mm -hmm. from the body. And interesting, you know, um, stroke mm -hmm. means exactly the stroke, right? The illness. Uh, it means exactly the same as stroking someone's head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stroking the face. You mm -hmm. know, when mother strokes a baby. It, mm -hmm. It's the same as caressing, as mm -hmm. touching, hugging, right? And um, I believe that illnesses are strokes of the divine. Mm -hmm. And so the, so the whispers, the shouts, the screams mm -hmm. are all forms of strokes, right? Mm -hmm. And your uh, illness was called a stroke, but also it was a stroke of the divine, right? It was a stroke of luck for me. Yes, and the stroke of luck, all of those. It was a stroke <laughs> of luck for me. In Croatian, when you say the stroke, uh, it means like a punch. In right, Croatian, yes. this means a punch. Ah. But in a, you can play with words because yes. punch, udar, is also dar, gift. Ah, yes, that's you right. Know. The same thing in Polish, yes, yes udar. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, I, in a title of my book, uh, it's something like, um, my stroke, is it a stroke? No, it's a gift because it's a, yes. but in English it could be stroke, not a stroke of luck. <laughs> but um, uh, it's really important for, for people to figure that out, but about doing uh, what you mm -hmm. said. I think that we all should, our to-do lists make into to-be lists. Yes, no I love it. Yes. Say it again slowly so we <laughs> all get it. I read it someplace. I didn't figure that out now, but I think <laughs> that I should tell you. Let's make our to-do list to, to be lists. And how can you do it? Give, give us an example because I love it. But some people will be asking, uh, like, what, what, what do you mean? So give how us an example. Yeah. Uh, I think that we need to make more to be 
moments in our lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you are all swiped up in, in to doing, to do, to do, to do, yes. you cannot be in a moment and, uh, peace is found in now. There's nothing else. Just there's only that moment, that and that and that there's only now. And you can find that now in stillness. So you have to. You have to think about uh, at least five minutes in a day. You, you have more minutes than five, but okay, let's say five minutes in a day where you will be still, when, where you be, will, uh, if you don't like the word, the word meditate, you could just sit still and, and uh, uh, um, be present with your breathing in and breathing out. You just think about your breathing for one minute. And if you don't have one minute, then wake up one minute earlier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, and this is solved. But in that stillness, and you will be, soon you will be a stillness junkie like the two of us. Oh my God, I love it. Become, <laughs> this is the title for your next book, Ivana. Uh, become, a, become a stillness junkie. Wow. Can you imagine? So, yes, why not? <laughs> so, when you become a stillness junkie, uh, then uh, those minutes will uh, expand because you one minute will not be enough for you of being still. And you cannot hear yourself, the true self, your higher self. You cannot hear this in all the everyday buzzing. You cannot hear the real you telling you what to do, what you really need to do to be. Mm. You can hear this only from your stillness. I love it. And love it. And, and yeah. And I was the biggest bee, you know, in always doing something, doing, 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 always. And this led me to my health issue. You don't need to go through this. I'm telling you that you don't need to go through this. You just need to be still to listen what to do to be. <laughs> I love it. And you know, uh, Ivana, when I wake up in the morning, I have this little ritual where I ask very quickly, I ask, so it doesn't have to take even more than one minute, but I ask my soul in order to have the most beautiful, blessed day, how do I need to be today? So mm -hmm. I ask for the vibration of being that I need to focus on that day, right? So to, mm -hmm. and I can sometimes forget. So I just, it's best to write it down. Mm -hmm. And um, what do I need to remember? Because there is always um, a message for the day. Okay. Mm -hmm. And only then I ask my soul, what do I need to do? Because I have a list of things to do and it's always too long. <laughs> always. Yes. Always too long. And then, and it's easy. And to it's then... always bugging us. It's always yes, bugging us. Yes. Yes. But uh -huh. then the, the balance comes from my soul. So my, so I ask my soul, so what do you think I should do today? Uh -huh. And all, almost always, it is just one thing. Almost always. Uh, it's different to what's on my list. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember once I've been told um, 
to cancel my session with my client. Mm -hmm. And um, I woke up in the morning, I asked my thing, you know, what do, I, and, and what do I need to do today and how do I need to be? And my soul says to me, you need to go and call the person and cancel the, the session, go to the garden and write your book. <laughs> and I said, I have never canceled a session. Even if I was really, really sick, Mm -hmm. My professionalism would not allow me to cancel a session <laughs> ever, never. Even if I was, I once even had a client, uh, and I and I had a cold the day before. I caught a cold, and when and I didn't know I was going to have a, a you know, watery nose, and <laughs> and she walked through the door with hundreds of tissues, and she was like, <laughs> choo, choo. and we were both sitting and sneezing <laughs> at each other, and we basically looked at each other and we thought, we, what idiots we are, right? <laughs> what would happen if we if we saw each other a week later? So you say, find your match, you found your match. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and oh my God. But anyway, on that specific day, I got this message that I have to cancel. But because I tend to listen to my intuition now, and I know what the payment is if I don't, <laughs> I call this client of mine and I, and I, and I said, um, hello, good morning. And I'm so, so sorry, but I think it looks like I have to cancel the appointment. And she says to me, oh my God, Gosha, I am so pleased you've called me. She said, I was going to just jump to the car and come, but my child is sick. And I uh -huh. so much don't want to leave her with, with the nanny. Mm -hmm. the, she said, I would have done it because I've given my promise to you, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm professional. But I would so much more love to actually hold her hand and mm -hmm. sit, with, uh, sit with her. And she said, but I wouldn't have done it because I mm -hmm. don't break promises, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, So you also found your match. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think that when we are honest and authentic and we listen to mm -hmm. intuition, when we cancel something, people are always relieved. Every single time when my client cancels now, I always send them a message. You won't believe how grateful you are. So I don't want them to make to feel guilty. I, I thank them because the, if someone cancels on a day or the day before, it's always a sign that I need to spend the day with myself. It's, a, it's not an option. It's, mm -hmm. it's almost a deal that I have with the, the universe. Mm -hmm. If someone cancels suddenly, this is a gift for you. Mm -hmm. and, and on that day, I went to the garden. It was a beautiful day. And I just wrote. And the, the bees were sort of flying around and butterflies. And I wrote one of my best chapters, you know, wow. both. Wow. And um, um, so, so, that, so, so, so that is so important, you know, that we listen to the stillness in every single day and we allow ourselves to be yes because that voice in us that higher self yes never it's never wrong it's it sounds crazy sometimes like this you should cancel and yes. and write it sounds crazy why should you do it i'm i'm a professional why should i do it but it's never wrong it's always right and it's uh, that vo voice in us it's always coming out of love. It never speaks uh, uh, nothing to frighten us. It can be sometimes really um, like, you know, cancel the appointment. I don't know the yes. word, you know. It's, yes. it, it can be really exact yes. and, and that you need to obey that, that voice. But... Uh, it's always with love for everyone. Mm. So if you ever have a, a voice in you 
that says something frightening, this is not the right, the right voice. Don't right. listen to this. Yeah. It's yeah. not the right voice. It's someone else's voice in you. Yeah. Your mother's, your father's, your boyfriend's, your husband, whoever. It's or or your neighbor's voice or media voice. Yes. It's never saying nothing else but love. Yes. So the intuitive voice is reassuring but firm. Yes, and, firm. This yes, is the, the firm. word firm. Mm-hmm. And and the, the 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 voice of fear is panicky, exaggerate yes. exaggerates, dramatized. Yes. yes. And so Ivana, my darling, you know, I could I realize we could speak for hours and hours and hours because <laughs> I, I almost go to trans. Actually I do go to trans when I speak to you, particularly when we talk about being and all of that. But I want to um, talk to you about a couple more things. Um, you know, a few weeks ago, I started having ringing in my ear, right? And mm-hmm. I had toothache and, and you um, called me and you left me a message on, on WhatsApp. <laughs> and you left, you've given me um, a technique that mm-hmm. I have come across many, many years ago. And I have done it and then I stopped and I have done it and I have stopped. And I actually feel called now to give this uh, mm-hmm. to, um, to our listeners because I have to say it has changed things and it's shifted things and it made me feel very good. And I wake up saying those words to myself. And so I just want to explain that um, many, many years ago, I have read a book by Joe Vitali called uh, Zero Zero Limits, I think that was the, the book, Zero Limits. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically introduced this technique um, of uh, repeating, it's, it's Hoponopono technique, and it basically shifts and heals all the challenges in your life. And it was, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And I, and I, and I repeated it for many, 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 many weeks. But then I started uh, disliking the, 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 the sentence, I'm sorry, please forgive me. We won't go into the details of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and finally I stopped. And then many years later, now uh, Ivana uh, calls me and, and she tells me, Gosha, I want you to start using it but without I'm sorry, <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, please forgive me, and please listen to this video. You sent me a video of someone explaining it on um, Croatian television. And um, so, so Ivana, here's my question. Tell us how those two words, thank you, I love you, which is the continuation of gratitude, essentially, how does those two words have changed your life and what people can use it for, how often, and what it do for us? So uh, people here uh, uh, that are listening to us for this long, they probably know about vibrations and they probably know that one of the uh, words that has the biggest vibration uh, is the word thank you and the word I love you. They, this is scientifically proven, not just me telling, telling you this about but um, so scientifically, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Ho'oponopono is the, the technique that, that I'm uh, using for eight or nine years, 24 7. Uh, it's an uh, old Hawaiian um, technique of uh, releasing 
all the problems out mm -hmm. of our life. And um, I uh, was introduced to the technique. Uh, one of my uh, closest friends told me uh, that she ran up on that technique and she told me you know it sounds really crazy you just uh, say to yourself inside yourself thank you i love you thank you i love you or just thank you thank you thank you thank you and things start to shift mm -hmm. and she said please don't believe me just next time when you feel pressured you just try it mm -hmm. and uh i i trust her so so much and i love her so much and I remembered this. And uh, one day I was uh, coming uh, home from the uh, radio that I worked on. And I was really, uh, something was really bugging me. And I remembered this. And I started just inside of me to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I did it for one or two minutes. And I had a physical reaction. I felt like I drank uh, a pill. Mm -hmm. uh, anti-stress pill like an, mm -hmm. I don't know what's what is the title of your pills stress pills anti-stress pill and I had a physical reaction of calmness mm -hmm. and I said oh my god this is something for me and since then uh, I have been on I don't know eight of the seminars that Mabel Katz she is uh, the teacher of mm -hmm. the Ho'oponopono technique that I follow her uh, that I trust her the most. Uh, uh, she uh, she is uh, giving us many of the tools, but the more most important tools are thank you and I love you. And it's a technique that you cannot understand with your mind. No, no. You can understand this only with your heart. But basically, uh, it cleans all the programs that we have in our lives. Mm -hmm. It cleans all the things that um, are first to be cleaned. Mm -hmm. You have to do it without expectations. You just give the, uh, the um, how do you say, you just uh, give to God permission so that he could clean whatever it's best to be cleaned now. So uh, I think that we don't have the time for me to explain this, uh, but all the people that are listening this now that think that this doesn't make sense in mind, but it does make sense in their hearts, they should research it. Her name is Mabel Katz. The technique is called Ho'oponopono. And this really changed, changed my life tremendously this is uh for me this is the number one technique that i do oh my god so thank you thank you i love you to everything that is going on in, in me uh, uh and thank you for uh giving me the opportunity to say this to people hoponopono is not something that you should push to people never yeah of course but when someone hears this they will think, oh, mm -hmm, let me research something about it. Oh. And it's cheap, not cheap. This is <laughs> it's free. <laughs> free. <laughs> you, you're just one lunatic that it's saying all the time, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. 
So, so try it. Ivana, one last question, a quick one, really, truly quick one. Now, people uh, in England and all over the world who don't speak Croatian, uh, they will want to read your book, and the book is not in English yet, and um, they will want it's to It's in listen. a process of translation. It's called uh, At the End of the Way, Only Love Will Stay. Ah, at the, yes. at the end of the way, only love only will love stay. Will stay. Yes. So it will be published in English, right? It it will be published in English, in English but I don't know when. Good. And, uh, uh, but uh, I have a feeling that something that moved people so much in my country and in Serbia, uh, that it, it cannot be just for us. It's, I think mm -hmm. that the, this book belongs to the world. And uh, I will find the way to share it. Well, now you are out. The, the secret is out. You are the secret. I'm out of the, cl I'm out of the closet. <laughs> yes, that's right. You're out. And, and this, okay. this podcast will be shared with many, many people. So now everybody will want to maybe contact you or write to you or thank you. How can people contact you? Through Facebook, you think is the best? Yes, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I'm always... Although I am writing on Croatian, you can always translate this, uh, this enormously wise words <laughs> to you, uh, although my videos are at the moment in, in Croatian. But I think that all the people that need, need to find the way how to uh, contact me will find the way. And I'm really uh, honored to be at service. So Ivana? My most important closing right now is for you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We would love to hear from you. Please share with us what you found useful and inspiring about this episode. If you know somebody who is making a big difference in the world, we should interview them let us know. Please drop us an email at storiesofexpansion at gmail.com.